Dawn and Rob's BodPod. Fitness, health and well-being from Petersfield Community Radio. Hi there. Welcome to Dawn and Rob's BodPod. And obviously I'm joined as usual with Rob. Hello again. And today we have a special guest with us who is Katie the Bish Askham, who you may also known as Astrid the Viking. Hello. You This year you were given the Petersfield Personality of the Year. Yes, I was. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we're going to chat to Katie about how she got into becoming a wrestler, and uh, which we're going to have a chat about. Exactly. So yeah, Katie, how did you... Uh, where, where did it all start? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so four years ago... I separated from my husband and did what most people do, get on the uh, dating apps. (laughs) Uh, And I got chatting to a guy um, who was in the process of setting up a wrestling school. I'm not sure if I got chatting to him because he was setting up a wrestling school and he thought I'd make a good wrestler or whether he was just interested in me in just any way. I'm I'm really not sure. But anyway, we got chatting and he just sort of one day said to me, have you ever thought about being a pro wrestler? And as a sort of single mum with four children, I was a bit like, excuse me? (laughs) Uh, No, funnily enough, I haven't. So um, anyway, he was just like, well, I'm in the process of setting up a wrestling school with an ex-WWE wrestler from America. And um, I just think you've got a really good look for um, wrestling. And I think you should come and try out. So I was a bit like, yeah, go on then, why not? You know, sort of anything for a laugh. So I went down and they put me through my paces in the ring did a bit of an interview and they was like yep you know we can train you you've definitely got what it takes you're halfway there with your look anyway um and if anyone that doesn't know me uh know doesn't know what I look like you know I'm not your average built woman you know I'm quite muscular and covered in tattoos and whatnot so um anyway I sort of was already halfway there with my look so they said yep you've got what it takes if you want to join our academy we'd love to have you and that's basically where it started about three years ago and yeah here I am now being a wrestler (laughs) which is absolutely mental and everyone thinks I'm nuts but it's very very fun I'm sure it is Talk us through kind of your, your training for wrestling. Is it, how does that work? Okay, so if anyone's not um, aware of the wrestling scene, it's massive. Um, most people will already know about WWE, which is the big one in America. But essentially, all they are is a company, just like any other wrestling promotion. And there are thousands globally, thousands within this country alone. Um, and basically, all you'll have is up and down the country, you'll have various wrestling training schools. Um, so some are obviously better than others, just like any other uh, fitness or training facility. Basically what it involves is finding a school that's reputable if you want to be trained well mm-hmm. um, and just going along to sessions like you would at the gym or any other type of um, sort of skill like that and martial art or whatever. You go along and you train. Most schools will look at giving you a minimum of two hours per session because you need that to get done. Um, what you need to do obviously you have to pair up you have to wrestle with someone so that often means two people will be in the ring at a time and then you'll pop out most of the time a good wrestling school will give you a good warm-up and then teach you the basics of wrestling so things like lock-ups um technical wrestling chain wrestling and then obviously getting onto the bigger stuff like the big moves where they pick you know you're picking people up and chucking them around and whatnot um generally fitness is down to the wrestler to Mm -hmm. to keep on top of outside of wrestling but obviously wrestling involves a huge amount of being fit so it's a bit hand in hand you have to train hard as a wrestler within your school and your colleagues at the school but also outside of it you need to work very hard to keep yourself fit and strong amazing so uh, and what what do you go by what's your wrestling name (laughs) astrid the viking astrid the viking how did that come about (laughs) 
uh, I just have um, a passion for that type of, you know, Nordic stuff and the Vikings. I just really like their way of life. I'm not hugely educa educated about it, but I really like their way of life. I like their sort of family mentality, the way they live in communities and stuff like that. Um, Vikings, essentially, before they were travellers and um, went raiding and pillaging, they were farmers, you know, they were family people. So um, I really like the history of that. And I just got into it. I just, you know, I was getting Viking tattoos and whatnot. And when you start as a wrestler, the best way to have a character in wrestling or a gimmick as it's known within the industry is to basically take whatever is the best bit about you and make it bigger because wrestling is very big it's all about huge characters you know you'll see often there'll be men walking around with pink tights on and mm. feather boas <laughs> and all the rest of it so it was just an easy thing to me for me to expand upon it was something that I knew and that was easy for me to portray in the ring so yeah that's how it come about. <laughs> nice. And do you, and how often do you compete? How does that work? Um, again, that's very much down to the individual. You can work as much or as little as you want. Um, some people are more desirable and will get, get booked more often than other people. Um, I've been quite fortunate that I've been looked at quite a lot again because of how I look you know I don't look like the other women so I've already got a step ahead because of that um so yeah you basically just take bookings some people have to really go hard and look for bookings you could work a, a Thursday night Friday night Saturday night Sunday night every single week 52 weeks of the year or you could work one a month it's up to you absolutely um how often you work and how lucky you are to secure bookings Excellent. And so is it is it quite split between men and women or is it more men, male dominated still? Or? It is a heavily male industry, but there is a huge, huge um, female scene now and it's becoming more and more popular. There used to be sort of back in the 80s, around that sort of time, women wrestling was a, bit, a little bit sort of shunned upon, but it, but it really, really came up then. And women were, you know, just like in all walks of life, women mm. are just like, we can do this just as well as you kind of thing. You know, it's, it's violence at the, at the end of the day. So um, intergender wrestling has always been a bit of a tricky one to work. A man hitting a woman, mm -hmm. that kind of thing is, it's quite a taboo area to get into. So when you work a wrestling match, you have to be very careful how you handle that type of thing. Um, but women can wrestle just as well as men. And like I say, there's a massive, massive scene for women in the, um, industry all over the world actually it's massive in japan it's massive in america it's massive in the uk i mean all over the place and it's coming up all over the world in other places as well so i think there was that program wasn't there was it glow or something glow, that was, yeah. yeah that was brilliant and i when i watched that it sort of obviously they sort of sexed it up a bit because uh, they were all sort of quite glamorous girls weren't they yeah. but it was it was quite interesting to watch that and how they were perceived and they were only given tiny little matches to do yeah. and they weren't taken seriously. There'd be about 10 people in the audience and then they got bigger and bigger as television come in and yeah. I don't know if that was sort of truish to life no, or it was completely made up. Yeah, no, but that is actually based on the truth, okay. the true story of it and um, not that I was there and witnessed it but I've been told by many people that mm. that's actually really quite uh, a good portrayal of yeah. what happened at that time with I think um, it was like set wrestling. in the 80s wasn't it I think it was like the fashion seemed to be quite 80s yeah, yeah and, um, exactly but that's all that's all based on true yeah. story that. I loved it I loved so, watching yeah. that and it's, it's a very true portrayal of, of how it actually happened so it was a good program to watch actually yeah. it, it gave a really good indication of how it was yeah. and life. all their different backgrounds it was quite interesting because yeah. there was you know students and then there was a mum yeah. who's got three children like you yeah, similar yeah. Um, and um, actually I think she was going for a divorce or something mm. as well but it was yeah 
yeah, it's quite the different characters and scene, which I'm sure you probably come across mm. as well with women. Is everyone? Yeah, no, but that's actually when you say about all the different characters. That's exactly why I love wrestling so much. Basically, wrestling anyone can do it and what makes wrestling so fantastic is that it's just filled with people from all different walks of life you can be tall you can be short you can be fat you can be thin you can be fast you can be slow you can be anything you want Mm. all you've got to do to be a successful wrestler is have a passion to do it and be don't be afraid to make a fool of yourself because at the end of the day it's uh, a show you're putting on a show it's entertainment so the sport and the physicality and the athleticism, that's all very real, especially if you're jumping from top ropes and doing somersaults and all the rest mm. of it. But essentially, it's a show. Some people can get into the ring and do virtually nothing. But as long as they get out there and they're big and they're loud and their gesticulations are huge so that people on the other side of the hall can see what they're doing, it's telling a story and anyone can do that. And that's why wrestling's amazing. There's so many different types of people that come in and do it. It's, it's really filled with the most diverse group of people ever. It's fantastic. And that glow, again, like you say, the characters there, they're all so different. Yeah. And, and like you say, with, with referencing me, like a single mum getting into wrestling, it's yeah. absolutely mental. But that that's what happens. It's just like... It's, it's a strange industry, but I think fantastic. it's brilliant. I think it's a good role model as well to show that, you know, you like what you've done and what you're doing. It's brilliant. But for me, it always looks like it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get lifted up and slam someone on the floor, I assume, mm. it, mu- I, I assume it must hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the truth of it is, um, there's a big thing about sort of kayfabe. It's, kayfabe basically means about keeping the secrets within the industry. Um, so it's a difficult thing for a wrestler to talk about. You yeah. know, a lot of people say it's fake and all the rest of it. As I said a minute ago, the athleticism, you know, the physicality of it, it's real. When I pick you up and throw you on the floor, I'm really picking you up and throwing you on the floor. It's yes. real. So some of it hurts, yeah. yeah. But the idea of it is it's sports entertainment. We are trying really hard not to... Um, cause serious injury yeah but you know at the end of the day if i punch you in the face i'll punch you in the face do you know what i mean yeah but we try and we try and protect our opponents yes. as, as best we can um we're taught to move in a synchronized way so that we we like dancing yeah. you know so you, you flow together you work together but essentially a somersault is a somersault landing on the canvas on your back is landing on the canvas yeah. on your back. The ring is made of wood and steel. Some people seem to think it's a trampoline. It really is not a trampoline. You know, so it is what it is, but we do our best to try and avoid serious injuries. But it mm. happens, you know, people have died in the ring. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? So it's, it's the, the risks are real. So it's really quite offensive um, when, as a wrestler, someone says it's fake though, isn't it? It's not fake. Yeah. That is absolutely the wrong way to describe yeah. it. It's very real. So I think it's really refreshing what you were saying a second ago about you... You just have to be yourself and you have to kind of pick parts of yourself that you want to expose and you want and you want to kind of shout about. That's really nice because there's, I know, especially with social media, there's there's almost that kind of, I'm this person in real life, but I'm this person online kind yeah. of thing. And, and having that real personality come through is, is awesome in the Yeah, sport. it's really quite... Um yeah like refreshing and, and and it's almost like unburdening yourself of yourself mm. in a way you get to go into the ring and just be a little bit mental like you say you pick up those bits of you that you enjoy portraying or or that you want to develop and you just make them bigger interestingly some, one of my wrestler friends said to me recently i've never met anyone that's more in gimmick out of the ring than they are in it and it really got me thinking because i was a bit like 
do you know what? He's completely right. When I get in the ring, because it's not easy to take parts of yourself and put them on display for everybody mm. to see. Mm. It's really not easy. Mm. Making a bit of a song and dance of yourself, you know, it comes quite naturally to some people. But interestingly, for a lot of wrestlers, that's actually quite a hard thing to do, to get into the ring, to do a fight um, and to project your character um, and all those emotions that you want people to see when they've got you in a headlock and you've got to look, you know, it, it's hurting and you're being dragged around and all the rest of it is difficult. But he said that to me and it really got me thinking. I thought, do you know what? Outside of the ring, my character is often bigger than Astrid the Viking is in the ring, which is really, really like a good point for me to work on personally to develop my character as Astrid the Viking within the ring. So, so it's funny really because what you say, it's like it's great to be able to get in and like be big and pick all those bits of your character out. But it's, strangely, I've still got, like, more work to do. Cause it's got more to give to Astrid. More, yeah. exactly. There's more to come. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. And some of the outfits are fantastic as well. I mean, oh, where do you... Yeah. Is there, like, a wrestler website for outfits or something? <laughs> <laughs> Again, there are up and down the country and all over the world... Um, dedicated seamstresses that make wrestling outfits so you can you know sort of google them and find out who they are often it's word of mouth you know often you'll see a wrestler put on facebook you know who did you get to do your tights who did you get you know knee, i need knee pads and people will recommend people that they've used and stuff yeah. but yeah there's people up and down the country that are dedicated to providing wrestlers with all of their absolutely fantastic spangly sparkly costumes yeah yours is lots of leather and fur <laughs> mine is yeah mine is and interestingly i had most of my outfit before i was a wrestler because as i said i was already like really loving viking culture and all the rest of it and i i was invited to do a viking fancy dress one day and me being me i wasn't about to go and get a polystyrene and mm. you know nylon and whatever costume off the peg from amazon or whatever i um i went the whole hog i had a, a skirt handmade i ordered braces that go on your wrist from italy I, I got a cloak you know i got like the whole thing i got boot tops made so i was already halfway there with my costume i just had to tweak it a bit for wrestling so <laughs> excellent and what's your a uh, obviously wrestlers have to be very very fit like you said earlier what's your kind of fitness regime when you're not training technically um, yeah with the wrestling school like uh well i'm a fitness instructor anyway so i do a lot of spin classes so that keeps my cardiovascular system fairly well trained but if if i'm really being honest wrestling cardio fitness is unlike anything i've ever done before i can smash hours and hours and hours of spinning on a bike but you try and run the ropes in a wrestling ring for a minute and you'll be gassed, you'll be on your knees, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's completely different. So you have to be really aware of your fitness and it's really easy to take it for granted and just think that you can get in the ring and just bust out those moves and be fit enough to do them. But um, my personal fitness regime in terms of wrestling ring fitness, probably not as good as I'd like it to be. But again, single mum in and working basically full time, it's very difficult to fit that all in. Um, but yeah, I think what you need to be looking at as a wrestler generally is getting in a good couple of wrestling fitness training sessions in. So where you're not just doing chain or technical wrestling, you're actually sort of running the ropes, jumping up and down and doing that kind of stuff, uh, you know, a couple of times a week and then supplement it with strength training. And that, that should do most people. <laughs> I was going to say weights, I assume, is quite a big thing. If you've got to pick a person up. You've got to, obviously, I assume, do quite a lot of weight training to make your arms and you stronger yeah. to be able to lift up a A lot person. of, actually, a lot of um, wrestling 
fitness and strength is less about having big muscles although a lot of wrestlers do have big muscles um, and it's more about balance and, and core strength mm-hmm. because uh, say for example when you pick somebody up for um, a body slam you're going to slam them on their back um, when you pick them up and you've got them up there you know they that you you and they will work together to get them into a position that you can hold them up there and that's about stability and core strength so if they give a little jump when you pick them up half of the work's done it's not like you're just picking up a a sack of potatoes from the floor and it's a full dead weight do you know what i mean Mm. yeah Mm. so um so you do need to be strong but weight training isn't what it's all about uh fitness absolutely um so you've got the endurance because when you get in the ring and you're running around and you're picking people up and you're doing roly polies and somersaults and all the rest of it but also you are projecting to the crowd you're shouting and you're growling and you're roaring just that ex- sort of expulsion of of air out of your lungs is really really taxing mm. um so you so cardiovascular fitness i think 100% is kind of like the bare bones of for, for me anyway certainly i feel it the bare bones of um being good in the ring um and having good core strength you know having a good base so when you you know pick someone up that you've got your legs wide apart so that you you know you've got that kind of balance yeah core strength and cardio 100 percent is is most important from from my point of view that's what i would say anyway i'm pretty sure most people would agree with me but yeah and are your most of your competitions in the uk or is it a wrestler's dream that you're sort of like you you hit a certain market here in the uk and then you go abroad or and compete yeah the beauty of wrestling is that you can use it as much or as little as you want as i said earlier you know you can put yourself out there to get as many bookings as you want or not um and equally when a promoter comes to you and asks you to work a show you can say yes or you can say no you don't have Mm. to do it it's all about what you want to do at the moment for me wrestling is very much a hobby you know you know i'm busy with my own life and my children and everything um some people's dream is to literally hit the big time i want to go to wwe i want to you know have my name up in lights i want to be famous other people not so much other people just really like wrestling and they love the scene there's like the the scene uh, within the uk it's called independent wrestling or the indie scene uh, and most people are happy there rather than kind of going to the big time so um it's it's really up to up to you personally mm. what you want to make out of it and how did the personality of petersfield come along um i think it's a combination of factors really i think the astrid the viking part of my life was a huge um part of it because that's made me known around town but i'm quite um involved in a lot of things in town really i'm also the president of the ladies circle which is the ladies branch of the round table which is a global organization also that um is about a community group it's focused on friendship and fundraising um and just really giving people a place to come and belong to so you know i've got a real dislike of loneliness i really hate to think of anybody being on their own so when the boys, the round table boys told me that the um, ladies circle had disbanded in Petersfield something like 18 years ago and they would really like it to start again, would I be interested? I, I jumped at the chance. I was a bit concerned that it might not take off and I said I'll give it a bit of a time and if it's, you know, if I'm struggling and if I'm not getting any support, I'll knock it on the head. But luckily we've had some really good ladies that have gotten involved and supported it. So that's been really good. So, yeah, the Petersfield personality, I would say, Astrid the Viking, the Lady Circle thing. I've just always got my fingers in pies. I'm always sort of getting stuck in. If there's something going on in town, hometown festivals team that run all of the uh, spring and summer 
festivals and the Christmas market and all that sort of stuff. Um, I've been doing some work for them. So I'm just a bit known in the community. Um, maybe I'm annoying, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always just, always just pop up here and there. <laughs> Cheers again. <laughs> you do. You're a lovely annoying. And so you said about being personal trainer. So how how did that? How long have you been so involved that, in that? Uh, so I started getting involved in that in 2013. I um, had spent my time bringing up my children and just fitting in little jobs around them. And my youngest son, so I've got three daughters and and my son, who's the youngest, and he, when he was a baby, he was diagnosed with cancer. So I spent a lot of time nursing him and he's fit and well now, by the way. Um, but I spent a lot of time nursing him and just kind of nurturing him over the next few years and whatnot. And then he got to school. And so gradually my life normalised again and I started to get myself back. And um, I was getting more and more free time. And, it, you know, you just become a bit dissatisfied with what you're doing and you start to think what can I do so um one of the things that I'd done after his illness is I'd done a 140 mile bike ride for charity and that had required obviously a certain amount of fitness so I started getting back into fitness and whatnot so as time went on as the years passed I was continued on with the fitness after the bike ride and I just was enjoying it and loving it and making good sort of personal progress physically and looking at what I could do for a job. And I just thought, why don't I just get paid to do what I love, what I'm enjoying? And that was how I got into it. So um, I got qualified um, and yeah, here I am. So, but interestingly, the more you spend time training other people, the less time you have tr to train yourself. Yeah. It's really Massively. tricky. <laughs> That's the hardest bit I find. It really, really is, yeah. So um, yeah, and I definitely cram way too much into my life, but you know, I like it, I'm happy that's the main thing so yeah that's how I got into fitness okay. excellent good stuff good stuff and so if anyone wants to come and watch you wrestle mm -hmm. I assume do we go onto a website or a Facebook or something and we can see where we can come and see you fight yeah absolutely I didn't I don't think I quite answered your question earlier actually you said about like wrestling like worldwide and stuff like that um, there are promotions all over the place that you can work for various different companies it's like saying so you could go to wwe if you hit the big time but but i i've got a facebook page astrid the viking which mm -hmm. you can go and find and as a wrestler i will personally promote whatever matches i'm going to be in but i could work for a different company each weekend it could be a different company so each one of those companies would also then promote my match so i think what it's, it's kind of difficult to follow everything all the time because you've got different promotions all across the country and all across the world that that wrestler can be at but if you're interested in a wrestler most decent wrestlers will have a facebook or a twitter or an instagram page that you can follow and they should be promoting themselves and saying where they're going to go so yeah you could be everywhere but i would say if anyone's interested in ashley the viking get on the Ashley the Viking Facebook page, follow along and see where I pop up next. <laughs> and I think we should, because you're obviously our girl. You're the Petersfield girl, so we all should come and watch you and support you. There is going to be a um, wrestling show at the Festival Hall in April next year. Fantastic. That Amazing. is a um, main event megastars show that's run by Andy Simmons, who is um, a local wrestler actually based in Liss. Or he was, he grew up in Liss. His mm -hmm. parents still own the uh, news agents, Jade News. They oh, still wow. own it there. So you'll often see wrestling posters on the window in okay. there. But Andy Simmons now runs main event megastars. And we, for the last two Aprils, we've run wrestling shows out of the Petersfield Festival Hall. So that is where it's going to be next April. Brilliant. 
Excellent. That's we'll have to get to that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming in, Katie. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been, been really enjoyable. It's been great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Join us again for the next Bod Pod. Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. Find all our audio at petersfieldradio.uk or search for Petersfield Community Radio wherever you get your podcasts.